Hey there, it is Dr. Jada, and I am so excited for this podcast episode today because my question to all of you is this. Are you living in the past? Are you living in the past? That is a question that I will be answering today because I can personally remember a time that I lived in the past because it was so difficult for me to make the transition from where I was to where God was calling me to be. Many of us, when we are uh, transitioning from one stage of life to another, it can be difficult. And when we're talking about change, oftentimes we're looking at stepping outside of our comfort zone. And if you know anything about your personality type, there are some personality types that are resistant to change. And I personally happen to be in one of those categories where I'm a little bit resistant to change. And if you're anything like me, then you too may be challenged when it comes to change. So again, my question, are you living in the past? Do you struggle to um, rise above any life challenges that come your way? Or maybe you've gone from having lots of money and um, traveling and doing the things that you want to do or living in a house that um, you want wanted to live in. And maybe now you're living from paycheck to paycheck in a, um, a smaller home. Um, or maybe you've experienced the loss of a relationship, a divorce, a breakup that devastated you and, and you um, haven't been able to bounce back and continue to live the life of your dreams. Um, maybe you are um, like me. Um, you found yourself grieving your unlived life. And if you had dreams that you hoped that you would accomplish, um, maybe you're saddened that some of those things you haven't accomplished. I'll share a little bit about that because um, I had a lot of dreams that I thought would have materialized by a certain um, period of time in my life and and it did not and it became a challenge. So um, I have had to learn how to move past that and um, not live in my past. So Again, I'm going to ask you the question, are you living in the past? Are you stuck in the past? Are you unable to be as successful as you want to be um, because you can't let go of certain things? So if you find yourself feeling stuck because you're looking back uh, to earlier years or things that you've set your mind on or you wish you could have uh, remained in a certain place in your life, then um, I'm going to answer the question for you. Yes, you are probably living in the past. So um, if you notice that you still suffer from, um, say, emotional pain over an upsetting event, or uh, maybe you experienced uh, something that took place long ago, uh, you might be stuck in your history and unable to move forward. So I want to challenge you and not just challenge you. I want to uh, come alongside of you and encourage you to um, look a little bit deeper take a deeper dive, pull the layers back. And um, that's what I want to do with you today. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Um, here are some areas that I think you can explore to answer this question. So you are living in the past if, number one, 
you think every day about some aspect of how your life used to be. Um, maybe you call it nostalgia or uh, simple yearnings for what your life was like before. Uh, reflecting daily on the past, believe it or not, can keep you from moving forward. And I'll give you a, a very uh, quick example. And I'm almost embarrassed to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway, because that's just kind of how I roll. Um, but so I lived in um, Orlando, Florida, and it was just, I loved the weather. Uh, I, I loved a lot of the um, characteristics about living in Florida. And many people do. That's why people move there to retire, right? Um, but living in a condo on the lake was just, I could not ask for a better place to live. Waking up in the morning and opening my blinds and, you know, either sitting looking out at the water or sitting on the patio and enjoying my time. And I loved that. Well, of course, I fell in love and um, got married and relocated to Dallas. Um, not to say that there aren't many places in Dallas <laughs> that are like that, but um, I so very much missed my condo and um, right there on the lake, on Sand Lake. So um it was really difficult for me to make that transition. And I could not stop thinking about it. I could not stop talking about it. Um, and my husband would tell anybody that I drove all over DFW looking for something like it. <laughs> and that is true. It was as if I could, it was like a rabid dog. I could not let it go. And I pursued it and I wanted it. And I was miserable because I didn't have it. And um, it was horrible. It was a horrible place to be, and I felt stuck. So again, if you think every day about some aspect of how your life used to be, then you may be living in the past. Here's number two. You try to sleep as much as possible so you can dream about earlier years. So maybe when you sleep at night, your dreams become fantasies about how your life was before. You look forward to those dreams because it gives you an escape. So think about that. Uh, maybe it was a relationship that you used to have that you don't have now. And you think about the way things used to be or you miss that person, or you're constantly longing for the relationship that you had with that person. That's just an example. But again, think about um, that. That's number two. You try and sleep as much as possible so you can dream about earlier years. Number three, you spend a lot of time on your computer, on your, your cell phone, on Instagram, reading, um, looking at things just to either keep you busy or distract you so that you don't have to think about your longing desire for what you once had. Or maybe you are diving into the lives of others so that you um, can live vicariously through others because you are not either comfortable with where you are or you just um, are afraid to move forward. Number four, you use other methods to escape from reality. You know what these are. These are those unhealthy coping skills that um, keep you from functioning at your highest level of success. Um, maybe you escape from 
reality by drinking or smoking or partying or sex, or maybe you're a clean freak and you, you, you spend your time cleaning because it takes your mind off of things and you do not address uh, the real issue. So anything that you use as a method to escape from reality um, also prevents you from moving forward. Um, number five, and this is the final one, you're in denial about your current living situation. In other words, it's hard to accept that you no longer say um, have a partner or a spouse or um, or maybe you live in a home that you thought um you would live in for the rest of your life and you're no longer doing that. Or, or maybe you don't want to rearrange the furniture or get rid of some things that you don't use because they remind you of a person who, who's no longer in your life. So all of those things, it's important to just look at it from a perspective of um, asking the question, am I in denial? And if I am, how can I work through this so I can embrace change to live my best life? So if you see yourself in any of these five areas, there is a strong possibility that um, you're living uh, in the past. So what I want to do now is just give you a few steps to get you started living in the present. And so in order for you to start living in the here and now um, is number one, openly acknowledge to yourself what you've been doing. In other words, be honest with oneself. You know, now that we've identified the issues, now that we've acknowledged what we're doing and, and what um, has been happening, and I shared my little experiences uh, with you, now that we've identified those issues, uh, it's time to reconnect with ourselves and move forward to create a fulfilling life. And again, the first step to that is openly acknowledge to yourself what you've been doing to yourself. It's the first step toward healing. It's acknowledging the errors of one's way. So it's saying, I've been living in the past and I want to stop doing that. So it's acknowledging to yourself, I've been living in the past and I really want to stop doing that right now. Number two, decide what you must do to shift into the present. So in other words, do you have to declutter? Do you need to do a spring cleaning? Do you need to clean out closets, get rid of old possessions, uh, maybe even move your residence? I mean, no, that's a big feat, but whatever it is, what's going to get you out of your funk? What's going to get you out of your past so that you can move forward? Sometimes moving forward in your life literally means moving. So depending on how deep um, this situation is for you and living in your past. If you can't move forward, if you feel stuck, it may mean that, yeah, um, got to move. Um, number three, know your life goals. In other words, make a plan so you can follow to actively pursue your goals. Anyone who has taken a class from me, who has been in a workshop, a seminar, um, a life coaching course, whatever, you know that I always say when it comes to know your life goals, I say this all the time. And I'm going to say it again. You have to know who you are, what you want, where you're going, how you're going to get there, and who are the people you're going to enlist to help you get there. So these are all of the questions you have to ask yourself. And then number four, take care of yourself. What well, I tell you, facing one's self in the mirror is a difficult thing to do because oftentimes, even when we look in the mirror, we can't see the truth. And essentially what that means is, you don't know what you don't know because we all have a blind spot. 
And since we have a blind, a blind spot, sometimes we have to ask others to show us our blind spot because we can't see it. In the world of psychology, um, we call that lacunae, lacunae. You don't know what you don't know. So be willing to at least look at yourself in the mirror, do some self-care, maybe refocus your efforts on the current state of where you are, who you are, and what's important to you. So take care of yourself and ask others, where's my blind spot? What is my blind spot? And be prepared for the answer. Number five, vow to practice special efforts with your feelings. In other words, embrace emotional intelligence. Work to gain understanding of your feelings and your emotions. Allow yourself to grieve who and what you've lost if you need to. One of the things that I share um, in my story is that um, I struggled to conceive and that was very painful for me. And that's an area where I lived in the past for a long, long time. And I had to eventually grieve the loss of that part of me and then move forward and manage those emotions and feelings. And I still have to manage it. But it's all part of that EQ or that emotional intelligence. It's being able to walk in a place of managing um, one's emotions. And, and for me, uh, that is um, at the core of my belief system, uh, my walk with um, the Lord and in my faith. Um, it's recognizing that, um, you know, all things work together for the good for those who love the Lord. It's me recognizing that um, the Lord said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, it's understanding that no weapon formed against me will prosper. All of those areas in my life allow me to manage my emotions because I leverage against the word of God. And uh, Jesus Christ being my savior, that makes it all the more um, bearable. So again, for me, it's so important um, that number five is to uh, vow to practice special efforts with uh, managing uh, my feelings and emotions. And then number six, um, contact professionals if needed. I say that all the time, everybody, and I do mean everybody, we all need therapy in some way. We all need someone to talk to. And there's nothing wrong with seeking uh, professional help. Um, you know, seek out medical care. If you've overlooked doing that, you know, in years past, um, have an annual checkup if you need to. If you require psychological assistance, you know, just to get things in perspective or you need spiritual guidance, um, contact, you know, your local mental health uh, facility or go to a general physician um, to get a referral to a counselor or go to your church and, um, you know, acquire services in the counseling center for spiritual guidance. So again, there are things that we can do. And then finally, this is the last one. Uh, just don't waste any more time. Be in complete awe of each day. So number seven is waste no more time. Be in awe of each day because you can do something positive with every minute, every second, every hour of the day. And you can start immediately and start right now. So here is the sum 
of everything that I've said. Living in the past obviously robs us of the life we truly deserve to live. So I'm going to encourage you to restate your life goals to yourself and then begin to live out um, those goals in the here and now. I say this quite often. Our challenges, our losses, our griefs, and um, our pains don't necessarily define us. But all of those things and all of those experiences refine us. It makes us better. And so I want to encourage you to Go ahead, restate your life goals, restate your purpose, restate your passions, start to look into the future. And if you need to ask God, Lord, what is it you are calling me to do in the here and now? Here is your affirmation for this podcast. This is your affirmation for the day. I understand that the surest way to improve my life is to play an active role in my success. I let go of the tendency to resist changes and instead I embrace the new attitudes, thoughts, and actions that self-improvement requires. One more time. This is your affirmation. Repeat after me. I understand that the surest way to improve my life is to play an active role in my success. I let go of the tendency to resist changes and instead I embrace the new attitudes, thoughts, and actions that self-improvement requires. And I will leave this scripture with you, Philippians 3.13. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I hope this information has been helpful for you. This has been Dr. Jada, and it was my pleasure to chat with you. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Chat With Me, the Dr. Jada podcast. If you'd like more information, more articles about self-development, counseling, coaching, and learning how to live your best life, go on over to www.jadajackson.com. And please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. It has been my pleasure and I will see you again in our next podcast. I can't wait to chat with you. Go!